is the Storymobile podcast. We are a solar-powered moving art space that travels to events and through neighborhoods to collect your stories. The St. Paul Almanac book was created in 2005 and has since been released annually. The goal is to bring together the diverse community of St. Paul through literary arts. The Almanac is a meeting place for sharing stories and artwork of our community. This year, the St. Paul Almanac released their 11th volume, On a Collected Path. As part of a reading festival, authors have gathered at various venues throughout St. Paul to read their fabulous work. On Friday, May 12th, readers gathered at Cahoots Coffee Shop in St. Paul to read their pieces from St. Paul Almanac's Volume 11, On a Collected Path. So let's get started. Uh, our first reader tonight will be Yvonne Pearson. And Yvonne's poetry has appeared previously in the St. Paul Almanac, as well in other journals and magazines, including Amethyst and Agate, Poems of Lake Superior, Main Street Rag, Chrysalis Reader, Wolfhead Quarterly, Open to Interpretation, Sidewalks, Literary Mama, Sing Heavenly Muse, Transformations. She is the recipient of a Loft Creative Nonfiction Award the Shabo Award in Children's Literature and Minnesota State Arts Board Grant. So please give a warm welcome to Yvonne Pearson. Well, I see that my poem it's, is put in the section called Loss, and it's also about uh, children. So I'm going to start with the theme of children tonight and loss. This poem in the book is called Kindergarten. I wake up this morning, and I don't have any choice. The wind is collecting pieces of gold dropped by the elm. Look, I yell, get your damn shoes on before the bus comes. The tears start then, tracked on his cheeks. I'm sorry, it's the turning, the turning, telling the leaves to leave. I brush off the tears, fingers moving in opposite directions away from his nose. Six freckles from summer. It's okay, I tell him. You belong in school now. He climbs into the belly of the yellow monster. I wave to the school bus, rolling on, eclipsing the oak and the elm. Okay, the next one is also a child and a lost one. Uh, and it's exactly right for this time of year. It's called Graduation Ritual. The lace of lilacs tumbles from the crystal vase. Every spring since I have lived in my own house, I bring this fleeting bounty to my bedroom, the flower of brides. This year, I bring the entire tree inside, fill my house with lavender lilacs, purple lilacs, lilac scent, cascading from piano, table, tile, and glass. More fragile than lilies, more fleeting than roses. The flower of babies and old women. I fill my house today with riotous beauty, lilac bursting open the season. It's the day we celebrate her leave-taking. We lay out strawberries, cream cheese, watermelon, wine, we lay out stories, paintings, and old photos. One of my belly swelling welcome under cotton flowers. Me still the sole owner of the girl. 
one of her tulip head cradled in her father's palm. One of our girl feeding her baby brother, our girl naked under the walnut tree. Slowly, the scene changes. She preens for the first dancing party, hugs friends, climbs the Grand Canyon, builds habitat houses. She's wrapped in lavender chiffon and white prom roses. We lay out coffee cookies, toffee cookies and tea ring. We lay out brownies and welcome to a hundred people who cannot help us as we lay out our swelling Godspeed hearts. And I bring lilacs to her bedside table, a first bouquet for her, the fragrance filling the room she prepares to leave. And this is also a child one. Oh, but this is for my grandson, because I've gotten old enough to have <laughs> write about grandchildren as well as children. The music the little boy sings, lo, 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 as he tries to form words about stones and bees and the neighbor's cat. Lo, 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 he trills as he tries to speak his joy for the larkspur, for the front stoop, for the paint-peeled stair that leads down from his own red door. Knee bent at acute angle when obtuse would have served better. He falls from the last step, short of his goal, the stick, a snapped wing of a maple. Lo, now in the trenches, he howls at injustice, at skinned knees and empty bellies all around the world. And the sparrow sings to him, morning has broken. So he unfolds like a crane, sings lo, 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 lo to the sparrow, a light in the palm on the boulevard, who has been waiting for him to join in the melodies that shape the world. Now I'm going to do one. Tiny, tiny, short, short one. Um, and this is in honor of my friend Lucy, who's always loved this one so much. It's called Eaten Alive. Hamburgers, carrots, milk, apples, bananas, peanut butter, orange juice. They are always hungry. All day, I feed and I feed. I know why the sow devours her young. But it would stop the driven mother at the trough if only Piglets could learn to pronounce her name. Thank you. To hear more stories, learn more about Storymobile, and to find out where we'll be pedaling off to next, visit storymobile.org. <laughs> <laughs>